Hey, it's Jenny Holbert. This is episode number 25 of the Wild Wellness Podcast. Today, we're talking about why we need to play and rest. That's right. And I'm purposely saying we because it's one of my greatest lessons. And today, I want to share some things I've been learning for those of us who find it hard to dial it back. Welcome to the Wild Wellness Podcast, where wild stands for women into living their dreams. Everything I share with you blends my expertise in fitness, the mind-body connection, and natural health using essential oils to help you create a healthy, nature-inspired life and feel wild from the inside out. Consider this the place where your souls and your soul meet for an adventure, because I believe when wild women wake, mountains will move. Hey there, gorgeous friend. Let's talk about why we need to play and rest. You want to know the truth? I've been dealing with this one for a long time, like longer than I probably even realized. So like I said, I'm purposely saying we because it's one of my greatest lessons. And I think if you were honest with yourself right now, you might agree that sometimes you find it difficult to not push yourself too hard. Maybe not, but I'll just put it out there. For some of us, it's not hard to push ourselves hard. The real challenge for someone who thrives on challenges is to play and rest. I wrote in my journal recently, I need to figure out play and rest, period. So I think we need to figure out play and rest. And I thought this might be some helpful things to share with you on a podcast episode, because what I've realized is this. Rest is not inaction, but specific action with intention. You're not doing nothing. You're doing something. And when you're resting, that something is not just important, crucial, healthy, vital, necessary, or suggested. It's a reminder that life, God, the universe, however you relate, really does have your back and is working all things in order for your ultimate growth. It's a reminder of the necessary seasons as well that must take place for that growth. And if you think about the seasons in nature for a minute, this is the perfect way to get this message and how to do it, in my opinion. Because if you look at nature, look at how Mama Earth guides us through the seasons, how her energy ebbs and flows, how the daylight ebbs and flows. You can't have a summer, for example, without the growth of spring. And you can't have the spring without having something like winter where it's completely barren and no growth is happening. And you can't have winter without fall where things start to dip down and fall into that restful season. And you are the same, my dear friend. I am the same. We can't have spring, summer, fall, or winter in our lives without space in between, the natural ebb and flow of the season. And you can't get where you want to go and live the life you want to live if you don't trust in this process. And this is why we must turn in. This is why we must tune in. 
This is why we must take time to listen to that intuition and listen for guidance in each of these seasons. So if this sounds like a totally foreign concept to you, can I start by giving you a simple first step? Think back to what you enjoyed doing as a child. When were you the happiest? What did play look like for you as a kid? Because if you're struggling to define this for yourself, embracing the wisdom of your inner child will likely really crack things open for you. And then when you have a sense of what that might look like, when you have that guidance, the one important thing to remember is not to resist it. You might want to notice how and when you do resist it, how and when you don't give yourself permission to do these things, or you talk yourself out of doing them because they're not productive. Sound familiar? That productivity word. There's actually a book that I really love called Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McCohen, and I'll link to this in the show notes. But the book is all about getting only the right things done. Instead of just trying to get more done in less time, which is often the push in society, get more done in less time, this is about getting only the right things done. It's not a time management strategy so much as it is more a paradigm shift of eliminating everything that is not essential so that you can make the highest possible contribution towards the things that really matter in your life. And in the book, Essentialism, he reminds us that an essentialist knows that play is essential, not trivial. And a non-essentialist thinks play is a non-productive waste of time. (laughs) But an essentialist person knows that play sparks exploration. It sparks creativity. And I so get this because when I invite my body to play, I feel like I'm moving with the truest expression of who I am. I feel the most alive. It refuels me and it helps me to make connections that I might not have made otherwise. When I invite my mind to play, I get the best inspiration or see old ideas in a new light. And same happens when I really combine the mind play with the physical play, my body in movement. I'm filled with more gratitude. I think outside of myself and I feel like once I can take that step, I get permission, permission to play. I shared this actually pretty recently on Instagram that a good long hike once a week is total magic for me, not just because of what it does for my body, not just because of how it makes my soul come alive, but also because of what it does for my creative mind. And I can honestly say that most of the life manifesting or business shifting ideas that I've had in my life have come to me in nature while I'm moving my body, whether it's a hike, a run, a bike ride, it doesn't matter. It's my feet on the trail or the road. And the best part is that I've realized all I have to do is show up and nature seems to do the rest. So now that we've talked about play a little bit, let's talk about rest because they can look the same and they can look different, at least how I'm experiencing it. 
So if you're a woman, I want you to know that our menstrual cycle is actually a beautiful guide for this rest concept. And I highly recommend another book called Wild Power by Alexandra Pope and Shawnee Hugo Wurlitzer. The subtitle is Discover the Magic of Your Menstrual Cycle and Awaken the Feminine Path to Power. I'll also link to this book in the show notes, so no worries if you don't catch the title. But the idea in Wild Power is that every month our body goes through a new cycle, and there are many ebbs and flows within this, these cycles. We will feel spring, summer, fall, and winter each and every month as women, and even we can feel this within each day. So I'm learning that as a woman, the start of a new cycle is my chance to sink into learning more about what rest looks like and feels like for me. And I honestly feel like I've discovered something new this recent time around. So when I say start a new cycle, I mean the first day of menstruation, first day of your moon, first day of your period. And what I realized recently is that I feel much more comfortable in the summer phase of my cycle. When I have loads of energy and I feel strong in my workouts and I want to be around people and I feel confident in creating and sharing my work with others, I feel like I'm in my flow and that is like summer. This is the opposite of how I feel in the winter phase a lot of times and I feel pretty out of my element in the winter phase of my cycle, which usually starts a few days before my period begins and it lasts for the first several days of menstruation. So in this phase, I feel that discomfort of resting because my body is telling me that that's what needs to happen. It's winding down. I have more fatigue. It's as if it's guiding me towards that, but I'm learning to not resist it because as I see this discomfort, I've recognized the patterns of overdoing that I have, And I would love to see these for what they are and transform them. And maybe you can relate to that too. So this time around with the start of my menstrual cycle, I did feel a little new kindness towards myself for not getting this whole resting thing right. Because I realized I was kind of beating myself up for not getting it right. Like, you don't know how to rest, you don't know how to do this, you are overdoing and causing yourself pain and discomfort. So I realized that because of being uncomfortable with the downtime, that this was my inclination. And knowing that ahead of time actually helps me prepare for it for the next time around with the next cycle. So I want you to know this, wherever you are with your relationship with rest and play right now, trust that you're where you need to be to learn what you need to learn, to discover what your patterns are and where you're comfortable and uncomfortable and really how you can transform your work, rest and play relationship. And I think once you get an idea of what play and rest might look like for you, then step two is to make space in your schedule during those key seasons of the month for those very things. If you feel the nudge to play or rest, practice doing it without the guilt. Make it part of your business plan or your personal growth plan and schedule it in the same as you schedule the work. I think this is really important and we don't see it as important oftentimes if we're not in that mindset or we haven't shifted to think of it a different way. So before I sign off, 
take a moment where you are if you can, if you're not driving, and close your eyes to picture yourself as a child. And ask yourself that question that I posed to you a little bit ago. What did play look like for you? If you gave yourself permission to play and there was no right or wrong, what would play look like for you now? Really envision yourself. What are you doing? At what point during the day do you realize that you want to invite more rest or more play? Where are you overdoing? And where are you willing to let go a little, to flow a little, to give yourself permission to play? Because what if when you need clarity, calm, energy, and productivity, more rest or more play is actually the answer? Oh, my friend, before you go, I want to thank you so much for listening to the Wild Wellness Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. And then please leave an honest review on iTunes or your podcast app. And if you know of someone who would benefit from this episode, will you take a moment right now and share it with them? You can take a screenshot and send it to them or share it on social media. And thank you so very much for being here. And until next time, remember, when wild women wake, mountains will move.